So you're using WordPress and you have your business online. The next question is, now what? With so much to do and so little time, it's hard to figure out where you should put your energy. WordPress might be the foundation for your website, but it's what you do with your business that counts. In this podcast, we'll talk about building and running an online business, but you have to be willing to do the work and just show up. My name is Kim Doyle, aka the WordPress Chick, and this is the WordPress Chick Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick, and we are talking about two of my most favorite subjects today, WordPress and direct response marketing. I am geeked. I I talked a little bit offline with my guest today, but we're just going to jump right in because I think this is just going to be friggin' awesome. My guest today is Chris Mason, who is one of the founders of WooCurve. Chris, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Kim. It's great. Great to be here. Yeah, this is, you know, so before we get into, I, I'm a total geek, whether it's, I, I don't know, tried and true or not, but I love hearing the backstory. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what brought you here to, to what you're doing today. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the, the short version is, um, for, for years I, I worked in the, the corporate world. So I had a, a day job and worked in, you know, uh, a couple different marketing departments here in, uh, in Nashville. And I kind of thought that's what I, I would do and for a long time. But then I just started kind of feeling like I didn't have enough uh, freedom or options or control over my life. And I started getting into the, uh, I guess, listening to different podcasts uh, like yours and things that inspire me with entrepreneurship stories. And I thought, you know, I could... I could do this. So I started building a business on the side, uh, doing some consulting and, um, it, it took a couple years. I, I've, I've got, uh, I had two small kids at the time. They're uh, a little bigger now, but, um, you know, so it wasn't just like me and I couldn't just eat ramen noodles forever. So, uh, <laughs> you so I, totally bootstrap your life. And yeah. Yeah. So, so it took me a little bit longer, but I, um, I ended up making some, some really good connections through, through clients and was able to, uh, leave my day job. Um, a couple years ago and, uh, and then teamed up with my uh, business partner on, uh, on WooCurve. And now we serve the, the WooCommerce community. And b- because my background is marketing and specifically direct response, um, that that's what I try to bring to the, the e-commerce world. And so everything we do is about, uh, increasing sales and conversions. That's awesome. So with your, with the corporate job and stuff. So you're in marketing mm-hmm. and then with the consulting, were you just doing direct response marketing consulting is what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Although at the time I didn't, I didn't know it was direct response. I just, I, I liked, um, putting like, campaigns together and email strings and sequences. And then people started saying, well, those are, those are funnels. And so I was just really like a, a sponge of, um, just trying to, to soak up as much as, as I could. And I, um, I started working with a, uh, a, a, got connected with somebody who he started out as a client and has now become a, a mentor. And he really, um, kind of showed me the ropes of, uh, direct response and introduced me to the world. And, and, uh, it, it changed me, uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know, once you taste the Kool-Aid, it's like, Oh, if it, if it gets excited at all, you're, you're doomed. Um, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. right. In a good way. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting, so when you connected with your partner, because with WooCurve, you know, WordPress mm-hmm. is, is an interesting space. And, you know, I like we were talking before we, we started recording, one of the things I'm excited about is to talk to you about direct response marketing, because it doesn't necessarily, it feels like to me, the WordPress space is slowly catching on to this, like, you got to market, you got to make money, you know, yeah. and 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 it's tricky again because it is this open source platform and a lot of people have this this free mentality and you know it's interesting uh when we were talking and I was telling you about you know switching from a plugin idea to an app that mm. that was part of the reason why I was more interested in a web app because I've seen too many people complain about you know a $100 renewal license for a WordPress plugin a year or something. Right. So, right. um, so how did you land within WordPress and then what brought you to the, the e-commerce piece of it? Yeah. So it, it, for me, it started, I had, uh, I had a client, um, that I was working with and 
was uh, building out a couple different um, funnels for him, uh, and he was using WooCommerce. And I had never worked with WooCommerce before, um, and and so I was helping him get that set up. And you know, typically, you know, I've kind of got my checklist of things that that I do. We were going to be selling uh, the you know a front end offer through paid traffic, and then uh, we would show like an immediate um, you know low, low ticket. Uh, product with, with the goal of trying to pay for the ad spend. And then from there, what I usually do is I'll, I'll put in at least one upsell um, uh, thinking that, you know, maybe you spend seven or $10 on this, on this cool thing that's related to this lead magnet. And then um, a, a small percentage will, will spend, you know, 37 or $47 on this other cool thing. And so um, we were building a funnel like that, but I realized in WooCommerce, that there was not a way to do that upsell. And, you know, a lot of times the upsell is what makes a, uh, a funnel like that break even, um, that it, it doesn't work without it. And so I, I went on this quest to figure out like, why can't I do a one click upsell, um, in WooCommerce. And I, um, I, what I found is that there are a lot of people like me who wanted this functionality and through a uh, through a, a forum of all places, I connected with a developer who had just started uh, working on building it, and um, so I hired him to build it for me. And I I saw what he had put together, and I was like, "Hey, you know, you like to code. Um, you're you're not in sales and marketing. I like to 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 do the stuff that you don't do. Let's let's team up." And so um, that's that's how it happened. <laughs> that's that's one of those like. You can't paint a better picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel with with my partnership. I'm like, I would never, and I don't even know how to go about doing the stuff that needs, you know, setting up servers and handling all that. So it's just, yep. uh, that's that's awesome. So obviously, I want you to explain what WooCurve is, and you've you've touched on it, um, mm-hmm. you know, but but I'd, I I love that you've done this because I feel like this is, and I know you've got another project. I feel like the the things you're working on are bringing direct response marketing to WordPress, really. And, and, and where, like you said, you know, a lot of people wanted that option and which is why tools like Samcart and Thrivecart mm-hmm. and, and whatnot exist, right? Because people inevitably want that functionality and, and it's not common terminology where you hear th- people thinking of how can I get, you know, the one, the, the upsell to pay mm-hmm. for the, the traffic that I'm buying, you know, it's, it's usually like organic in my list and that, that's about it. So right. um, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit more, but can you kind of explain to the audience uh, what WooCurve is? Yeah, for sure. So um, WooCurve is uh, what, what we do is we create products that, that focus on increasing sales and conversions for the WooCommerce community specifically. Um, and, uh, and, and so right now we have a, a, uh, our flagship product, the one I was just talking about, uh, the one-click upsells that uh, that integrates right inside of uh, WooCurve when you uh, log in into your uh, WordPress and WordPress site, WooCommerce store, and um, you know we've got um, a few few hundred customers there um, using that, and we integrate with a, a bunch of different payment gateways. And, and then the other product that, that we have is just coming out of beta is called Handsome Checkout. And it focuses on making it super simple for WooCommerce users to get up, stand up a, a checkout page that, that looks good on mobile, that is, you know, tested in terms of, um, you know, these, these are designs that have been uh, tested uh, on other stores and other using other templates. And we've got features like order bumps and things like that. So all these things that, you know, really like, you know, Sam card and um, click funnels and thrive card that you mentioned, like th- this, this is all terminology that I think that they really helped bring to the market. Um, because I, I, I think if we were talking, you know, 18 months ago, there would have to be a little more explanation around like what an order bump is and we can talk about that today too. But um, I, I do think one of the good things about tools like the ones that you mentioned is that they've introduced, um, they've done a good job educating um, people in our space around the opportunities that that these um, types of uh, really they're 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 based way back in the the world of direct response marketing. If, if you want to go back 
um, to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, th- these are all kind of methods that were used in direct mail and and uh, print back in uh, you know decades ago. Really, yeah, yeah. Well, let's you know as um, before we kind of go further with Woo Curve. Um, I'd like to. It's kind of a good segue because we had talked a little bit too, just about talking about upsells in your business and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, again, I think people that are in more of an e-commerce space tend to, you know, get that and, and run with it where, you know, people that are more of, I don't want to, I don't know, you know, not, not so much just the WordPress space, but, you know, bloggers or content creators, it's like they come up with something. And I, I think there's this idea that um, doing those things feels smarmy or, you know, it's, like, oh, God, that feels icky. And there's, I don't know, there's this fine line between feeling like they're out of integrity. Whereas to me, I'm like, hey, if your upsells of value, and it solves, it doesn't matter. Like, this is business, this is marketing, and none of this stuff is new. So I don't know, what are your thoughts in general? Obviously, you believe in upsells in your business. Yeah, you know, can you talk on that? I I can for sure. um, Are you familiar? Is your audience familiar with, uh, with Jay Abraham? Do you know who that is? I totally know who Jay Abraham is. I was just talking about him yesterday on a podcast. Okay, cool. So are you familiar with his uh, strategy of preeminence or kind of what uh, please, that is? No, go for it. Yeah. So um, in, in when I, I it's in his book, uh, Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. I, I think that's it's close enough to the title. If you were to Google it, something like that would come up. But um, he talks about um, this strategy of preeminence and, and what he says And there is actually very similar to what uh, you just said is if, if you uh, are an ethical person and you are selling something that, that genuinely helps somebody else solve a, um, a problem, then you actually have what he says, you have a moral obligation to, to do everything you can to get to get that solution to help uh, as many people who are suffering from that problem uh, as possible, even even if you know the the problem is um, somebody wants to feel more more confident uh, when they when they go out on a date, and and what you sell is uh, you know women's clothing uh, that 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 would solve that problem for somebody, and and so that that, that mindset of um, seeing yourself as the the problem solver for your your market and he says another thing jay says is you don't call them customers you call them clients um even if they're uh if it's not a consulting relationship because a client is somebody who is under the care of of you 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 actually uh are uh, commissioned to kind of take care of the the people that are purchasing from you so that when when I um, kind of put that that lens on, um, it it for me it takes away um, all the the fear of like you know I'm I'm gonna uh, irritate people with my upsell and, and, and instead it's like I have to do everything I can um, to make sure that this person gets this because it really will help them and um, so I have to come, overcome all their fears and objections. Um, to, to help them. You know, it just popped into my head. That was awesome. And of course I'm taking notes to make sure I get that other book, but is, I forget what I was listening to once, but it was the example of, you know, a guy had gone in to buy a camera for his family vacation and he came back after the vacation and he was really angry at the clerk. He's like, why didn't you sell me an extra battery? Like, why didn't you Mm. offer? I, I didn't know. I didn't think about it. Right. And, and it's like, you have this like, he kind of ruined the vacation because just when they thought they were going to take, you know, make more memories and record them, um, the battery was dead and, he, and the customer hadn't thought about it. You know, it's not, and he's like, I'm coming in to get a battery. It's like, look, you know, these batteries, it, it was it was his moral obligation to say, it's always a good idea to have an extra battery charged, whatever, right? And yeah. so it's, it's kind of that story piece, I think, that happens here. And which is what I've just been really, really fascinated with lately. Um, so, so let's kind of circle back a little bit to Woo Car- to Woo Curve. And mm-hmm. when did you guys first develop this? When did this come out? Um, it came out just just on a very small scale um, a little over a year ago. It was, some, it was last summer. We were building it, and we uh, we reached out to uh, in, in the same forum that we, my partner, and I connected. Uh, with each other 
Um, we just put up a link to a very simple landing page. It's just a waiting list. And, and then, uh, you know, to get on the early bird notification. And then we kind of targeted businesses that looked like they were real businesses, you know, so that we could, um, we, we could reach out to them directly and figure that would be the best way to, to test this product and get real, real results versus somebody who was just kind of starting out. So, um, we, we built up our initial, I mean, probably in that first month, I mean, maybe we sold, um, like six or seven or somewhere around there, real low number of just some, some beta testers, um, to, to get some, to get some feedback. And then, and then we just kind of grew from there. Um, yeah. Well, so when you said you guys targeted real businesses, what do you mean? Well, uh, yeah. So what I mean there is I, I, I was looking for businesses and I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to know what their revenue is, but, um, I wanted, I, I could see what kind of traffic they were getting, you know, could, could look them up. And I wanted to get feedback from businesses that, uh, were able to support themselves because I wanted this tool, um, to have that kind of feedback from, from the very beginning so that if, you know, somebody who's doing, you know, half a million a year or a million a year says, you know, this, this one click upsells tool really needs to do this. Um, you know, to me, I, I want to know that, um, N- not saying somebody who's doing like, you know, 10 grand a year has less valuable feedback. Um, but at the same time, I, I kind of want to know what the million dollar a year customer wants uh, first. Well, and not to mention, it's going to take you a lot longer <laughs> to get yeah. data, right? If yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you don't have, if you've only got like a, a customer a week coming through your store, um, that's that one that's not going to help us build, you know, case studies because we want to brag on you and, um, it's, it's not going to, it's just going to slow our process down. So we really wanted to focus on people who, um, who, who, who could help us out the most. And, you know, we were in turn helping them out as well. Cause I mean, immediately they're, they were, <laughs> they loved it because if you think about it, somebody makes a purchase with you. They've already decided that they trust you enough to part with, uh, you know, some, uh, some amount of money. And then you present them with this one time offer and all they have to do is click yes, or they can click no. And it, and, you know, they go to the thank you page, but, um, any, any body who clicks yes, it's, it's, uh, immediately going to increase your average order value. And, uh, there, I mean, there's very little downside unless, you know, you just, uh, do it wrong and you don't know how to position it and you do come across as being salesy. Well, let me, so when you, when you contacted them, like my brain's going in a million directions, uh, mm-hmm. my guess is that, did you have some ideas of what they could do for, for the one click upsell and or did you do some consulting with them to help them figure that out and implement it? It wasn't, it wasn't really needed. Um, so, so first of all, I mean, the way that we got their names were, you know, they, they uh, found our link and they signed up because they wanted this, uh, this product. Um, and so then we looked at the people who had signed up on the list and, um, and then we reached out to them individually of, um, asking them if, if they would like to be part of the beta program. And so we really didn't have to, um, they, they already knew what they wanted to do, I guess. Um, and so we were just providing them a mechanism to do that. Uh, so there wasn't, wasn't really much consulting, um, with these particular first few. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, so we were much more like the, the, the tech guys, um, which meant they were working mostly with my partner on that. Well, that works. There's yeah. with share, um, some of the, the, I don't know, you know, what you can share with some of the people that were in your initial test run. Um, but what were some of the businesses and what were some of the, the upsells, you know, because I think, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. On one hand, you think it would be easy when it's information marketing, right? That it's very easy to do this, that, and the other thing. But I, a lot of people might be wondering, what what should I offer as, as a one-click upsell? Yeah. I, well, I think, um, you know, actually, I 
everybody in that first batch, um, they, they were in some way connected to the health market. Um, so like there was, we had somebody who was selling, um, like exercise programs, Mm -hmm. um, and supplements were, we had somebody else, they were selling, uh, supplements. And so like, like that, that person, for example, um, an easy upsell for them, let's say you, you, you sell one bottle of a, of a supplement, your upsell, um, could be, you know, three more bottles at a discounted price. Um, so you could get four bottles at a discounted rate and you've already shown interest in buying one, or you could, you know, somebody was buying a, um, you know, supplement for, I don't know, uh, clear thinking, like, uh, kind of this brain octane that a lot of people talk about. You, you could upsell to a, a continuity program, uh, where you're going to get a, uh, a, a, a new bottle because you just bought a month's supply. So you're going to get a new bottle every month. And plus we're going to give you some extra goodies, uh, in there as well. So we did have, um, both of those actually, we, we had people testing, selling, upselling into a continuity program and we had upsells, uh, into just kind of more of, of the same product that they, that they bought. You know, it's crazy. I was sitting here. I have a friend who, um, is a huge, ClickFunnels physical product guy mm-hmm. and he's spoken at funnel hacking and stuff. And, and I mean, he's just blown up over the last few years and that's what he's always done. He just sells them more of the same thing all the yep. time. And, and it's everything you just talked about. And I actually was on a, a podcast of his yesterday. We were talking about, um, cause I'm finally doing this continuity program for WordPress check and, and we were talking about it and he had given me an idea for a free plus shipping offer. And, um, two years, two years ago, he gave me the idea, right? (laughs) But, but whatever, but, but it's, it's, it's really interesting because just going through and we mapped out a a funnel for this simply because it's like, look, your ad spend is going to be this. If this is your monthly recurring revenue, like this is what you need to be doing on the back end of this. And, and it's, you know, sort of that, I think Russell Brunson calls it like the self-liquidating offer, right? So you've got Mm -hmm. something in the the one-click upsell, um, who, can then, you know, it's paying for all your traffic. Um, so right. what, so have you seen anything else since you guys have been out now for a year? Um, have you seen anybody who <clears throat> is doing it in the information marketing space or in, you know, in this space? Let me think about that. Um, one of our customers, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, have you seen anybody doing anything or, or, you know, even because I know that's sort of a side note and I, mm-hmm. I, just threw it at you without letting you prepare for it. Um, what would you suggest to somebody, right? So let's say you've got, you're using WooCommerce to sell digital products, you know, um, right. what would a simple funnel look like that for you? Totally. Yeah. So if, uh, if we're talking about a, just a, a front end funnel, which, which is um, focused on like acquisition, um, getting a new customer, then, then yeah, it's going to be that self liquidating offer that you just mentioned. But then beyond that, as they ascend, uh, further into your, your world, um, then, you know, if you're selling say a, uh, some kind of online course, you know, if you're selling a, uh, access to a, a membership site that, um, whatever the, the promise of the result is, um, you do like a Jeff Walker style product launch formula or something, then, you know, a, a really great upsell for that. Um, you know, somebody's going to invest, you know, I don't know, say you sold at 497. Um, a lot of people sell them at, you know, two grand, but we'll just say you sell it at 497 and they're going to invest in your methodology to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, typically in the information space, you've got the person who is the brand, not always, but most of the time it, it's got a, it's got a face to it. And so, um, one of the things that, that people can do is, is offer up some kind of like a, a masterclass or a group coaching. Um, and, and, and it doesn't have to go on forever. You know, you can do like a six week program for like as, as long as the, uh, the, the course, you know, if you've got six modules, um, you can upsell into some, some one-on-one calls with the guru. Um, and you know, so that, that could very easily be something that, um, that you would present in your upsell as, you know, you've already, you've already made a great decision of in making the, the $500 investment in this program. Um, you can go at your own pace and we've got a support team here to help you. If you would like to get there a little faster, 
um, and avoid a few of the mistakes that I've made along the way. Um, I want to tell you about this, um, you know, this uh, masterclass uh, program uh, that will run parallel with your your uh, your training course, and you're going to get on the phone once a week with with me. I'm going to help you in your business, and um, you know it's going to be another five hundred or another thousand dollars. And I've only got space for for five people because I value my time. You know, so that that would be just kind of off the cuff. Uh, one way that I would um, uh, consider approaching that. That's great, you know, and I'm hoping that people are listening to this, like kind of either jotting down notes, come back to it. Um, But it's one of those things that when you pay attention, this has kind of just become my favorite. um, I I don't know, side hobby or whatever. But you know, I don't buy a lot of courses anymore. I just watch how people are doing things. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of that funnel hacking, right? Like really look at or I, I say to myself, what made me buy this? Or what was the upsell for this? And oh, I could do that. Or I could do that. You know, I mean, again, doing a free plus shipping, I was like, what can I do? And I was like, Oh, my God, I have a podcast. Let's download the episodes. Let's send this branded flash drive. Let's do, right. you know, so there's all these different things you can do. Um, co- l- let's go back a little bit to to the development of WooCurve. And, uh-huh. you know, what was that like? So obviously, you're not a developer. I mean, and for what it's worth, I tried doing plugins with somebody else, <clears throat> gosh, four, four plus years ago. Yeah. And there, there's a lot there, like there's a lot to it. And which is also why, you know, when I partnered with uh, Gordon, it was like, he knows the marketing space and he understands all that. These were overseas developers who English is not a first language. And I'm like, it was it was really, really hard. So what how did you guys go about approaching this um, in terms of getting this plugin developed and then, you know, marketing this? Uh, for getting it developed, um, you know, that that was really I mean, as far as like actually writing the code, I I couldn't tell you one line of code. That is in this product. I mean, I really couldn't. And if I and if I did, I would have no idea what I was telling you about. Um, so, so I really trusted and relied on um, this guy who, at the time, I had just met in this forum. And um, you know, but but we we had several conversations, um, and we we just knew each other on on Skype, to be honest. And uh, so we we were trusting each other and. Um, as, as requests would, would come in, uh, you know, we were monitoring, um, a couple different forums to see what people were looking for. Uh, he, he's really great about, um, like if, if, if a feature is going to be added, like he wants to know that it, there's actual demand for it. And it's not just something that we would think was a, a cool idea, um, yeah. which, which was very, um, fortunate. Uh, I, I'm, I'm that way too. So I, there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, I, I didn't have to do a whole lot of like, um, you know, we're spinning our wheels over here to trying to build this feature nobody wants. Like he was really focused. So I, it freed me up to, I immediately, as I saw feedback coming from customers, you know, my marketing brain, it kicks in because the, those are potential case studies. Those are proof elements. And, um, whenever, whenever I can, you know, grab a proof element that's going to kill a feature and benefit. Um, that's going to kill feature and benefit marketing any day, right? So that when you can show that um, you know customer A got this result, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it matters a lot less about what your features and benefits are if you can just show immediately the result that somebody else is getting with your with your product. So I started just working on. Um, different ideas for how we were going to market this and take it to a a bigger audience. You know what I love about that too, the, the feature and benefit and that piece of it is because I can't tell you how many times, like I've had to be reined in. Gordon's like, that's not a version zero feature. It's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and also, you know, it's and, and I think you know plug in and app space are a little bit different. I mean, we're at some point we're going to have to hire a UI UX person or whatever. But you know, it's also knowing that and communicating with your customers that 
this is version zero, or this is the beta, and we want you to help us build it, right? And I think there's also, um, where we were talking about before, there is that buy-in that they're a part of sort of shaping this, because there are plenty of things that you might think, oh, this is a great idea, but unless people tell you they want it, I mean, I've talked to plenty of plugin developers who have, who have done that the hard way. And, you know, I don't, with courses and stuff, I don't, I, pre-sell now. I, I don't ever just go create a course because I think it's a good idea. There's there's so many ways that you can get some, you know, validation for that. So what are some totally. of the features that that you got, you know, in terms of the proof elements? Was there anything that maybe you hadn't thought about that your customers brought to your attention? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Um let me let me think real quick on that. Um <clears throat> My the ones that are coming up immediately right now are the are the ones that we're working on. Um, I'm trying to think back to um, to the, the those early days of. Um, well, I'll tell you a. It really helped us determine which payment gateways we would integrate with, um, mm-hmm. and it, you know because I mean that there there's a there's a lot of options uh, there for sure. But the, those first um, few customers. Um, helped us hone in on uh, which gateways we would target, and then also the how we would integrate with uh, PayPal. That that was um, that that was a bit of a, a challenge, and because uh, because it takes some, you have to get into like enabling uh, reference transactions with PayPal to do one click upsells, and um, we we found out that that's that's not as easy uh, to do. Like PayPal isn't. Um, uh, what's the word that they, they don't just hand those out to anybody for, for whatever reason. I, I don't know why there's they're protective of over reference transactions, but um, so, so we actually, then we, we uh, when you sign up, we actually give you a little script um, that you can use when you reach out to PayPal. Like this is how you ask for it. it it's kind of like the soup Nazis, what it feels like. Like you go in and you say, this is, this is why I want reference transactions, and but but, uh, but actually we um, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because we actually did have PayPal um, reach out to us because we were sending too many people to them for these reference transactions, and well, nice. uh, and so now we have somebody if you're a US based we have somebody at PayPal that we just like uh, we just forward their email to this guy and he runs them straight through so. Um, so they they did uh, they have been a big help, uh, but but early on it was <laughs> I was like man this is this is crazy I'm having to train my customers on how to how to get this have, feature request. Well, um, you know what's interesting with with the payment gateways too, and just you know I we have uh, Braintree we're working with and obviously yeah. more PayPal, but it was like you know we did some pre sales and so I've been working with their risk department. Um, because they're like, well, what were these sales for? Because they're kind of, they're like six month and yearly payments, yeah. right? And and it's like, well, if they don't have access yet, we don't normally offer, you know, so it's been like, okay, here's the customer's info and this is what we're doing with them. And so there's a lot of stuff that I think customers or, you know, just the public don't know. There's a lot involved to do those connections. Um, mm-hmm. So payment gateways. So have there been any specific requests? Obviously, I'm guessing PayPal and Stripe. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we we integrate with PayPal, uh, Stripe, Authorize.net, Braintree. We do PayPal PayFlow, um, which mm-hmm. is separate. And then um, I feel like I'm uh, blanking on one Stripe. That's right. We can uh, we yeah. can include the link um, in the show. Notes. But I, I was actually just looking at the the tool, and it, it, it jogged my memory. So one of the early features, um, and this actually kind of paved the way for the idea of our other product that's coming out, the handsome checkout is um, people wanted the option on their upsell page to not have to use like a standard WooCommerce uh, checkout page. Um, mm-hmm. And so that put it, that sent us down this path of figuring out how could we allow <clears throat> when, when someone makes a, when a customer makes a purchase and they're going to see their, uh, this one time offer, how can we make it so that it's on, it can be on any custom page. So you can just create a new, uh, WordPress page and, um, and, and you can put your offer there. If you want to use a video, that's cool. If you want to just use long form copy, you, you can do that. Um, and it, and it all just, just works seamlessly. And so, uh, our solution to that was we ended up uh, utilizing short codes um, for that. So 
so so now when you go to build your funnel inside of one click upsells um, you you have a little drop down menu that that you direct like this is where this upsell page is going to live and it's a you know it's a custom page and here's the URL and then with the short code it it hooks into um, the, the 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 first product that kind of kicks everything off and people love that because they could then have complete freedom on what their sales page looked like um, and and so then you, you can kind of see how that gets us to thinking about what if they had um, more freedom on how their checkout pages look because if they like their WooCommerce checkout page so much they they wouldn't have asked us to give them the option to do these custom uh, upsell pages. So that, that was one thing that we didn't have in mind when we first started. We were just going to send them to a WooCommerce upsell page uh, until we got that feedback about doing um, the, the custom pages. I love this. I have like 500 questions. I was like listening to and looking at the pages too. And just for the the audience, hopefully, you know, we'll have a link uh, depending on whether it's either a coming soon for handsome checkout, but I've seen the templates and this is exactly, this is so needed. And so you've kind of, it, I don't know what, how else to say this. Um, Chris, so bear with me, but it's like, you've almost brought click funnels into WordPress, like yeah. by doing right, essentially. And so then the, uh, the short codes, you'd be able to use those on essentially any page builder, right? You can create any say, whether it's Beaver Builder or Thrive right. or, yep. or, hey, that is fantastic. Yeah, we, we have a lot of customers who are using uh, Beaver and um, uh, Divi. We, I, I use Thrive Theme, so um, that's what we're using on our page. I see you, you use Thrive Themes as well. And then uh, what's the, the other one that everybody is starting to come in with is, uh, is uh, Elementor. Elementor. Yeah, Elementor. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, people are... Um, are, are able to to, to kind of make their upsell pages look however they they want, and um, you know they some folks have gotten creative, and it's awesome. Yeah, I I'm jonesing for the Thrive Architect to come out. Oh um, yeah, that looks great. So so with this now, would you recommend just out of curiosity? So if someone is doing digital products, would you recommend they use? I mean, this makes using WooCommerce much more appealing because you can do these things if you want to keep it in. Because essentially, um, I know with pricing, I, you guys have monthly and annual options, yeah. right? But um, I mean, WooCommerce is free. So right. minus minus add-ons or whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, if for people that don't want to use a separate platform, this kind of solves all of that. It does, yeah. And it, and it will depend. Yeah, for digital products, I mean, you're, you're not going to have... Um, well, I say you know, never say never. But I mean, for 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 most folks, like they're they're not going to have to invest a ton and a bunch of other plugins. Um, you know, I I think that's probably true. I, I mean, somebody else will email me and say that I'm wrong about that. But but yeah, I think you if you were just focusing on like digital products, you could get out uh, on a on pretty expensive inexpensive. Um, budget with with WooCommerce, but you know you, you've also got a lot of, of of other great options too. But you know WooCommerce has the nice benefit of just working right inside of uh, WordPress, and it's well supported and um, pretty. I mean, free, and then you get, uh, products like ours and a few others that you you might want to check out. So let me ask you this then, because one of the things that just popped into my head is. Obviously, it's important to be capturing name and email address. Does that happen at the WooCommerce level, level or is that happening with WooCurve, like integration with, you know, Drip or whatever? Yeah, it, that's that's not happening with us. Um, so, like, when with one-click upsells, we don't enter the picture until after they've already made a purchase. So, it's all post-purchase activity. Um, so, whatever... Uh, when, whenever somebody enters in their information becomes a customer through your checkout page, that, that's where the integration, like if you're using Drip, you know, WooCommerce has an integration with Grip or uh, with Drip, or um, if you're using a tool like uh, WP Fusion uh, to do that integration, that's that's all happening on the WooCommerce side and um, and and not with with our tool with uh, with Handsome Checkout. 
um, that it, because that, that's a checkout template. Um, we we just integrate through through WooCommerce, so we're still using the the WooCommerce integration with those tools um, to capture name and email address and all that information. So even with Handsome Checkout, even though it's it's um, you know, got got the fields and it's a checkout page. It, it we're still not the ones who are capturing the uh, the email address. So, which I totally get that. But what happens with the upsell? If you need to be doing like, so if I wanted to, somebody purchases it and then I want them tagged mm-hmm. as taking the upsell. Does I guess that it's all? How does that? It's oh. kind of hurting my brain to think about that piece. I got you. Yeah. So that would still happen because that, that would still happen in, uh, in WooCommerce because um, on the upsell page, it's, uh, it's still a WooCommerce integration. Like the product is being pulled from your uh, WooCommerce inventory. Um, and so when, when somebody decides to uh, take you up on your upsell, um, it's still tracked back inside of your WooCommerce store. And even on the thank you page, when you see uh, your order details, um, you know, we, we give you a short code so that you can show uh, your original purchase, any upsells or downsells you took, um, and, uh, and then the total amount. So uh, we're just interfacing with, with WooCommerce. So you're, if you've got tagging set up, um, with drip, uh, or active campaign or whatever. Um, if somebody makes a purchase through one click upsells, it's still being routed through that WooCommerce channel, that WooCommerce API. Um, so you're still going to have those folks tagged. Um, and just, it, I guess probably based on the triggers and within that you've created, right? You would just do that all on the email autoresponder side connected to WooCommerce. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, likewise, like, if um if if you've got it set up for tagging on your upsell, then you can also automate an abandoned cart sequence if you wanted to that way, where somebody purchases product A and you know that they're gonna see your offer for product B. And if after 30 minutes they don't show up in your system with tags for both product A and product B, um, you know that they said no <laughs> to uh to product B so you can follow up with them. Um that is awesome. I, I, I just I absolutely love that you've brought this piece to WordPress. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so what's coming? it's exciting. Yeah, no, it's totally exciting. So what are some of the features and what's coming for this? I'm, my guess is the mm-hmm. feature request list is probably huge. But Yeah, um, so, um, so with one-click upsells, uh, the, the two main things that we're working on right now uh, for that, uh, we – we are making it so that when the orders come through, like a- after someone goes through the funnel, um, the orders are sent out uh, individually and they're not batched. And so that, that causes issues for, especially if you're doing like drop shipping. Um, and so we're working on a, uh, a feature so that um, when when somebody completes their the checkout process that instead of individual orders being sent which would mean you could mess things up with like shipping and taxes and things like that um that somebody like shipstation or another drop drop ship company uh gets one bundled csv of like ship these three products instead of three separate csvs so that's that's one thing that we're um working on fixing right now the other thing is to be able to um create funnels based on category of product. Um, so right now the way it works is you create a, a, a funnel per product. Um, and we have requests for people who would like to say, I want to, I want to show this upsell for all products in this category. Oh my gosh, that is super nice. So then you can just apply it yeah. to that category as opposed to having to recreate the funnel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and one, one feature that just came out that everybody loved is we, we call it the skip feature, meaning um, if, if somebody uh, – and, and this is available now, um, but it was one of the, the top requested features over the last few months. If somebody uh, is checking out and in their cart, they have the product that you have in your upsell um, – uh, that they're buying at full price and, but you've got an upsell where they could get it for 25% off. Um, then you, you can make it, you, it's actually optional. So you can check a box that says, uh, you know, skip offers and it'll actually skip that upsell 
if that upsell product is already being purchased on the front end. Ooh, very yeah. nice. So it's it's kind of like customization without having to go in and customize it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got some logic built into it, and um, yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's we uh, we have a support team. It's um, we're very responsive, and um, so we're we're really in close touch with all of our customers, and we have a our kind of our finger on on the pulse of what's um, what's being most requested. And then there are a ton of requests that are awesome and great that we're just going to have to get to too, like anything else. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's only so much time of the day. And what was it? I read something. Um, you know, you start getting into this space, and it's like this whole new world, and. Um, it was like, if you're not ashamed of your, you know, the initial launch, then you didn't do it right. I mean, there's pl- yeah. plenty of iterations, right. And, and revamping and all of that stuff, but it's so much more important to, you know, stuff mm-hmm. go and just ship it. Right. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, you guys are a year in, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you progress over perfection for sure. And it's, um, you know, it, it, with software, this is my, my first software that I've done and, uh, it, for me personally, it's been a, a learning curve that thing, things break and somebody signs up and they've got a different batch of plugins that you've got to, um, that, that, that could break <laughs> your plugin and you're like, Oh my gosh, what, but, but each, you know, every, every day, every week it gets, it gets better because, um, I, I keep thinking like one day we'll, we'll have seen all the challenges that exist in the world of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of WordPress plugin incompatibility, you know, and, and uh, but just well, when there's what like millions, yeah, exactly. of like potential instances. Um, I think that's a pretty hairy audition. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> that's right. But uh, but you, yeah, it's so it, there's there's always going to be something, and you just kind of have to take it, and um, you uh, put it, like I said, as long as long as like you're you're focused on on helping people, which which we are, and we uh, we we care about the results that people get. That's why. Um, you know, we, we changed over to doing the, the monthly or the annual plan. Um, cause I, I didn't, I didn't want to be in the business of selling support. Um, I wanted to be in the business of, um, like selling actual sales and results for people. And, um, so I, I changed there. I don't know many plugins that are doing this kind of pricing model. Um, but that, that's why I changed it. Like I, I felt like if I had sold the plugin and then I sold, um, you know, a year support, then, what I'm really doing is I'm uh, I put myself in the business of trying to sell support licenses, but um, but what I want to do is hold myself accountable to to actually helping people get ROI um, immediately from from the products we're creating. Well, and at the end of the day, you know, I, I I love that you did that, and I think the WordPress plugin pricing space is in massive need of an overhaul. It's you know, this idea of support, um, just like this, or this free plugin and can I get help or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a very, I think it's up to the community in a way to start shifting that and changing the dialogue around it. I mean, you know, you stop to think about the things that we, okay, we pay for insurance every month and may never use it. Right. right. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things in our quote unquote real life that we pay for. And this is, this is your business. I mean, not to mention it's a tax write off, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, and to your point of the ROI, look, if you're spending, you know, less than 40 bucks or something a month on a plugin that one, se- one upsell can mm-hmm. pay for it potentially. It's like, come on, it's kind of a no brainer. Um, and I love that you guys are, are conversion focused. Um, yeah. For sure. One last question for you is, you know, what would you recommend to somebody who is, new to this and says, look, I want to do this. And it could be, it doesn't matter, Chris, it could be a book, a tip, um, a suggestion, a way to approach it, you know, because I, like I said before, I do think this is sort of a new space to a lot of people selling within WordPress on that platform of thinking, oh, I can offer an upsell or a one-time offer or an order bump or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as somebody listening to this and they're wanting to know kind of how they can uh, what I what I think you're asking me is like how they can start using more uh, marketing some of the the tactics we've been talking about in their business. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So um, the best my my um, well gosh there are two. So I, I do I do love you mentioned Russell Brunson earlier. I do love his dot com secrets book um, and think it's awesome. Uh, another book that I would uh, recommend 
even above that one, um, as much as I love it, is uh, one by Dan Kennedy, and um, it's called the the No BS Guide to Direct Response Marketing. And um, I that that book is the one that opened my eyes to to what this specific approach to marketing is that every everything is measurable. Um, and you know, when I was in the corporate world, like marketing was just one of these cost centers that, um, <laughs> that you, you buy a billboard and, you know, you're doing marketing and what, what I love about direct response is, um, it's not a, a cost center. It's, it's a profit driver. It's a revenue driver, uh, because every little thing is, is measured. Um, you send out, you send out dollars and they come back with other dollars and, um, <laughs> You know that that's the way it works. So I, I, uh, I, I love that book. I refer to it all the time. That's one I would uh, recommend uh, people check out if they're kind of interested in um, these these th- this approach to to marketing that we've been talking about. I love it. Thank you so much, Chris. I will, and for everybody listening, I'll have the show notes in the show notes the links, obviously, to their products first um, and the books that he's recommended. Um, Chris, I'm really excited for you guys. I, uh, you know, I, I want to make some other introductions and help you guys uh, get this, get the word spread because I think it is so desperately needed. So congratulations on everything. And again, Thank I appreciate you. your patience with me to get this scheduled. <laughs> no, it's awesome. I, this was, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed it. Where is the best place for people to connect with you or your company? What, what's the best link to go to? Yeah. Uh, that WooCurve.com. Uh, and you can email me Chris at WooCurve.com too, if you want. Okay, perfect. All right, guys, you know the drill. Just hang on a second, and I'll have some more links, and we'll do the little outro like we do every week. As always, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Catch you next week. All right, guys, as always, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check out WooCurve at WooCurve.com. I was going to list all the links, and that's pretty much it. (laughs) The books that we talked about will be in the show notes, but again, that's just WooCurve.com. This is the time of year, guys. Get your WooCommerce stores ready to go. And if you haven't left a review in iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, uh, it would mean the world to me if you did. Just head on over and leave a review for the WordPress Chick Podcast. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a fantastic day.